Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Hey, Phil. Did you catch any games this week? No, I didn't. Did you win any games this week? I did. I won the showcase showdown on The Price is Right. That's right, he did. For those of you out there in podcast land who have long dreamed of the face that goes with the voice that is Phil Ranta. Prepare to be disappointed because Phil was on TV and you'll be able to see his ugly mug now. You can see my ugly, ugly face winning grand prizes. Right. Oh, which I want to share in. I should not have said that. Crap! No. I'm no. sucking up to Phil right now. I almost forgot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can see how handsome Phil just really is. Joel already said I'm ugly and my <laughs> slow self-esteem is just happy to get Son attention. Hey, hey, say Phil. Could I come with you on that barbecue trip? Shut up. No, he can't. Uh, Shut well, up. No, you can't. It depends on no, who's not. nicer to me over the next two months of podcasts. <laughs> wow. Hey, yep. Phil, I got to say, it's it's entirely possible that I am going to die before you and you're going to collect that $20 that we bet. Oh, you're too sweet. Yeah, right? Anyway, we shouldn't get too deep into it. There's going to be a whole segment, everyone. Yeah. It's our brand new segment. on the band Hole from the <laughs> early 90s. Yeah. It's our whole segment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but right before that, we're going to do uh, a new segment. We are killing, calling. Oh my we God, Phil won the Price is Right. So that'll be really exciting. Yeah. yeah, and we'll be able to ask you questions, and you'll be able to honestly tell us all what it's like to be a contestant on the Price is Right. Because I was, you were, and you won. I well, won. Technically, we said, did you win any games this week? You won that game like three months ago. Uh yeah, it was it recorded a couple months ago, but yeah. it aired. And I got so much attention. Holy I love crap. attention. Oh, I know you love oh, attention. Love Stupendous it. poker face for the last couple months here, Phil. Stupendous yeah. poker face. You I know. Totally... I didn't tell anybody except for uh, my roommate. You were pretty good. I thought you won, like, I don't know, like a thing. I thought you were maybe going to win, like, uh... I thought you were going to win the watches. Yeah, like instead of watches. Oh, I did win the watches. Right, but I thought it was going to be that and nothing else. That would have been great. But it was more. Well, I yeah. love the watches. Let's save it. Let's save it. Okay. We'll, we'll ask. We'll ask yeah. you later. But yeah. So we'll later. We'll ask Phil. Yeah. Which is like, a, and it's like a sport. It yeah. is. And we'll it's talk strategy and winning and being victorious. I had strategy. I'm like the defensive coordinator of Price Is Right. <laughs> Tim Tebow update. Watch update alert. Tim Tebow, come on down. Update watch update alert. Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. We had a special prices right. I saw that. I saw that. Update there. Oh, boy. The Jacksonville Jaguars may have been on by this week. The Jackie Jags. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Good old Jackie Jags. But the Tebow to Jags group did not take the week off. No, they didn't. Some Warriors keep on fighting. Yeah, like in uh, 300. (laughs) Yes. Those Warriors kept on fighting. Until they died. Yeah. During the the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. That's the Tennessee uh, Florida game. Ah, I thought okay. you were going to say the world's largest outdoor cockfight, and I was about to be like, if we know what that is, how is it still happening? That's probably racially insensitive for some reason. Absolutely, <laughs> Phil. Uh, anyway, it's a game between Tennessee and Florida. It's played every year in Jacksonville. 
at the yeah. same field at Ever Everbank Field, where it's just the home of the Jaguars. And, Jack and, the a Jags. and it was a highly anticipated game each year. And prior to kickoff, a plane circled the field with a message that read, Tebow to Jags. Nice. Oh, and then you got a lot of those Florida fans, so that's going to be... This caused Florida Gator fans to uh, tear up and rub their eyes in the nearest available fabric, denim. <laughs> Many fashion-forward fans didn't want to ruin their clothes and dabbed their tear ducts with buffalo wing-soiled napkins, which resulted in over 100 visits to the Jacksonville ER. This was a monumental failure of the state's public health campaign. Keep it out of your eye, Florida. <laughs> well, at least Obamacare's website works. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Georgia fans who saw the banner uh, reportedly continued drinking, though at an expedited rate. Uh, Georgia beat Florida 23-20. to 20, But more billboards are popping up in Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, CBSSports.com reported that a new pro Tebow billboard has appeared in Jack's with the message, Mr. Khan, that's the owner, Khan! Sign <laughs> Tebow and we will fill the stadium. Signed, Jacksonville. Uh, Mr. Khan responded with a billboard that said, Dear Jacksonville, the capacity is 67,000 and I know you're lying. Signed, <laughs> Mr. Khan. Jacksonville Jaguars are 0-8, and to make matters worse, they play in Jacksonville. Ooh, it's hot, but it's a muggy hot. Tim yeah. Tebow, update, watch, update, alert. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, alert. Brought to you by... I just feel the rush of your mouth alert. What? That was it? What? I pushed the button. <sighs> disappointing this time. Yeah. Really disappointing. I know. I'm down on it, too. I'm sad that that was the drop. <laughs> Nothing, nothing we can do about it. So aside yeah. from Price is Right, which has taken up the bulk of the intro thus far, <laughs> yes. yeah. and, and, and it's good, rightly so, what else do we have in the show today? All right. Well, we've got an interview with somebody. He's, a, I believe, a defensive. He's, he's one of the assistant coaches for the Miami Dolphins. Right. Bradley Dark Matter. Bradley <laughs> Dark Matter. Yep. Bradley Dark Matter. It's one of those uh, classic smash mouth football Absolutely. names. Absolutely. Uh, going to talk to us about uh, Richie Incognito. Yeah, it's unfortunate with this. Who uh, was unable to fly below the radar. No, he was uh, he was bullying uh, Jonathan Martin, another uh, fellow yep. offensive lineman. Oh, that's a real name? I thought that, that was like John Doe. No, absolutely. This Richie guy's name is Inco Richie Incognito, and he used a lot of racial slurs directed at his teammate. Now he's been suspended from the team. Uh, Bradley Dark Matter is going to be here to talk to us about... Uh, the difference between hazing and bullying and why he thinks that, that NFL teams should not curb their hazing of rookies, yeah. uh, but that they can still stop bullying. I can't I wait to meet Bradley Dark Matter. <laughs> well, you'll be getting yeah. burritos, Phil. No, be, oh. yeah. yeah, so, but anyway, yeah, I think it's more about the anti-bullying thing. <laughs> yeah, that's mostly that's really be about part about the zeitgeist yeah. now. Yeah. It's, you know, cyberbullying, which is what he was doing, and we'll have uh, a weird sport, Phil. You're goddamn right we will. All Absolutely. right. Absolutely. And, of course, our new segment, uh, uh, Hole Segment, about the band Hole. Right. right. As long as we have time. We're saving that for last. Yes, Hopefully exactly. there'll be enough time for that. <laughs> oh, then there's gonna oh be the my God. Cross your fingers at the beginning <laughs> hey, of the podcast. Yeah. Not a lot of people talking about holes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Lord Almighty, I hope we have that whole but segment. But there'll certainly be the Price is Right segment. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 The yeah. whole segment's the yeah. one that's dicey. Yeah, right. the whole, yeah. I hope they don't cut the Price is Right segment for the whole segment, because that band was I don't think we're going to do that yeah. 15 years ago. So. <laughs> Malibu. Yeah. You get what you want. Again. Right? That's the is song. That, are they here? Is that, the band the, Hole here? Is those, that that's pretty good. Say, that was spot on. That, yeah. Yeah. Those are the lyrics to Malibu by Very Hole. pretty girl. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful girl. Beautiful uh, voice. Do we have a news, news, news? Sure do. All right. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. 
It's Nick Foles' world. We're just living in it. Holy crap! Subheadline, Chip Kelly is an offensive guru of the highest order. Sub, sub, Holy sub, crap. sub headline. I apologize for trying to get the Eagles to sign Tim Tebow. Joel, is there someone you'd like to apologize to? Chip Kelly? Little bit, maybe. Not really, no. Yeah, well, he put up 49 points. Using Nick Foles as his quarterback, maybe his system works. Right now, Joel, about... about Joel? Two and a half percent of the population is so furious because they're playing somebody from Philadelphia in fantasy football this last week, and that person's real quarterback was on a bye. So they picked up Nick Foles just on like a lark. And then he threw seven touchdown passes, and this person seven could not be angrier about losing at fantasy football this week. That's right. Uh, seven touchdown passes? Ties the, the NFL uh, record. Well, and uh, breaks the record for the most unlikely headline in sports news history. Maybe. He, he ties uh, Peyton Manning, Sid Luckman, Y.A. Tittle, and George <laughs> Blonda. Y. A. All Tittle. people that I'm not that, that those, those are, are people I'd expect to see in that list. Y. A. Tittle, you'd expect to see on the list. I'd expect to see him in a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> in fairness, I guess I was aware that Y. A. Tittle was the name <laughs> of a famous Y. A. Yeah. Tittle. Anyway, Y. A. Uh, tittled your mom. Didn't you know that? Shut your mouth. Yeah. Because he didn't, I will say for you. Joel apologizes to Chip Kelly, whose offensive system allowed Nick Foles to throw for seven touchdowns. Also, Joel apologizes to Phil for that mom comment. Yeah. You should. I, on that. I did not mean that at all. You get no barbecue. Your mom is a wonderful, beautiful, chaste woman. No more barbecue. Woman. She's not chaste. She had sex to have me. Yeah, but that has got to be the only time. I'm going to win she the barbecue by just playing a prevent defense and allowing <laughs> Joel to shoot himself in the foot. Yeah. That's Damn how it. I'm going to win the barbecue trip. Do you, do you have any idea how upsetting it is <laughs> to know that that's a really sound strategy, Jordan? Well, you know, Nick Foles is Michael Vick's backup. Okay, yep, that's and, true. And Chip Kelly still will not uh, guarantee Foles the starting job when Michael Vick comes back. Well, it was one game. Yeah, but he's had other games where he's done well passing. Just it's not also the games where he did really poorly, though. Right? Only the one where he came in halfway. Okay, the games where he's actually practiced. All right. What? Well, seriously, what does he got to do to get started? Turn the ball over more. <laughs> uh, may, maybe a stint in the Gray Bar Hotel would give him street cred to run a Chip <laughs> Kelly offense. Or do you need a more obnoxious and talented younger brother to lead the Eagles? Ooh, Ooh that sounds like fun. Snap. Top five athletes on Twitter. Ooh. By I like followers, Twitter. not coherent, meaningful posts. Number one, Tim Tebow. Uh, no. This story is for you, Phil. Okay. If you had to guess, I'll give you both of you a guess. Who, na yeah. Name name one player on this top five internet list. person, social Twitter. media maven that uh, you are. Khloe Kardashian's husband, Lamar Odom. <laughs> I'll give you one more guess. No. No, okay. dude, uh, she's married to Kanye West. Derek Jeter. Good guess now. Joel, you want to try here? Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Most, uh, followed, most followed athletes on Twitter. Hmm. Top five. Well, I know Justin Bieber likes to play basketball. Shut your mouth. All that right. doesn't count. Not uh, a guess. All right. You wasted it. Hang on. Okay, so let's say. <sighs> oh, LeBron James. He's on there. We have ah. some Twitter facts. Oh, Dwayne Wade. I'm going to say Dwayne Wade. No. Damn it. We have some Twitter facts, or Phil, you know, people in the industry call them twacks. Right. Some twacks about Twitter. I have to do full reports full of twacks. Twacks <laughs> about Twitter. Uh, so uh, Shaquille O'Neal, number five, eight million followers. Shaquille O'Neal, he, he, he uh, blocks people who tweet anything about Kobe Bryant, <laughs> people who tweet anything about Aaron Carter, people named Kobe Bryant and Aaron Carter. 
That makes sense. Uh, wait, what happened with Aaron Carter? Aaron Carter beat Shaq. In one-on-one. In one-on-one. Wait, what? And really? then had the audacity to Dude, rap about yeah, it. Yeah, he did an entire big, long rap about when the time did he, that beat he beat Shaq, Shaq. at one-on-one. He uh, beat, like, I'll old, show you the music video. Old fat retired Shaq, because, right? No, no, no it was, was when Shaq was at his peak. And Aaron Carter was at his peak. How did that happen? Aaron Carter's, like, not there, even six tells the whole story. He tells the story in the video. Wait, this didn't actually happen then, did it? Yes, Jesus. it actually happened because there's a music video about it and a rap about him beating Sorry, Shaq. Docu- music documentary. Music documentary, yes. It would be a better better term for it. Why didn't Shaq just kick his ass? He couldn't because he lost. You could, could still kick his ass. And that's when I beat Shaq. Do you remember when he threw that party but his, his parents came home? Oh, how embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. I'm. This is... Number four. Now I don't you know, know if I'm ready to live to in a world outsider. where a former member of the Number Backstreet Boys beat Shaquille O'Neal. It was the brother of, of someone Backstreet in the Backstreet Boys. Boys. That doesn't make it any better. Number You're four. Such a music outsider. Number four, Neymar Jr., Who? nine million. Oh, there's soccer players. Because Twitter is a worldwide phenomenon. Oh, that's true. That's ridiculous. Number three, LeBron James. That's uh, what I guess. LeBron second. James mostly retweets links to news stories about the crime rate and unemployment in his hometown of Akron, Ohio, <laughs> to stay close to his roots. I have a new guess. While Instagramming large lobster dinners he's about to eat. Ooh, delicious. In the last two, Lionel Messi. No. Damn it. Uh, number two, Ricardo Kaká. Ha <laughs> That's he's- just because of his name. And uh, number one, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, okay. I've heard of him. Uh, despite having the most Twitter followers in the world. Oh, sorry. Uh, Neymar Jr., 9 million. LeBron James, 10 million. Ricardo Kaka, 17 million. Cristiano Ronaldo, 22 million. Holy crap. Okay, dis- that is interesting because how many, how many people speak Portuguese in the entire world? You'd think just by the like virtue of the English speaking people having that many more. Brazil potential. has a large population. It does. But like virtually all of them would have to be following. Well, it's no. I mean, that's not that yeah. big of a stretch to think they're all following <laughs> a soccer player. Despite right. having the most Twitter followers in the world, these soccer players rarely tweet in the course of a day. In fact, one or two tweets in a 24-hour span is considered high output for these stars. With three or four tweets, almost unheard of. Followers and fans, however, do not mind simply loving the beauty of the social media. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. There we go. That was a good one. Oh, I didn't get also, it. Also, they're probably worried about injuring themselves. <laughs> a lot of, lot of sprained ACLs coming from those tweets, Jordan. A little bit. You wouldn't sprain your ACL doing a tweet. A uh, soccer player might. Oh, I see, because they're weak. Miami Heat admit to chemistry issues. LeBron struggles with stoichiometry in University of Phoenix course, while Chris Bosh finds it very intuitive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of Chris Bosh then. You right? should. <laughs> the Miami Heat have struggled to start the season, beginning with a record of 2-2, two and two, the 82-0 dream season out the window. The garbage of excuses has also started the to pile one on the- season out the window. Please, come on. Let me finish the intro. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'll let you know. I'll stop talking at some point. <sighs> it's not even that good of a joke. And now, <laughs> yeah, now you have to finish it. <laughs> the garbage of excuses has started to pile up on the curb of Nita's story everyday journalism. Oh, it was okay. Okay, like so that. you were saying, Joel? <laughs> I was gonna say the eighty-one and one season. That dream's out the window too. Well, yeah, that wasn't a, that wasn't the dream. And no, well, it, it became the dream right after the eighty-two and zero season went out of the We've window. Tried to learn about sports. All right, let me give you an that example. Dwayne Wade said, "If you're in a relationship with a woman for a long time, you yeah. start to get you start getting comfortable. Ooh. You stop doing the little things that you should do yeah. that you did in the beginning. It's yeah. just like a relationship." We got to get a little comfortable. Yeah, now we have to get back on that edge a little bit. Yeah, get back on that edge. Try some dirty stuff in the bedroom. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. hell, that was really funny. Shut up, Joe. Really sexy voice, too. Really set that bit up well, and then he delivered on it. No barbecue for you. What? Has no. LeBron stopped telling Dwayne Wade how much he appreciates what he does every day? Has oh, Dwayne Wade so stopped telling LeBron he's the greatest thing to ever happen to Earth? This is the best romantic comedy I've ever seen happening right before our eyes. Even better than the internship? Is that a romantic comedy? I assume so. I didn't see it. Like <laughs> Justin America. And has anyone paid any attention to the fact that Chris Bosh is sobbing in his in his locker whilst D Wade and LeBron awkwardly compliment each other's shirts? <laughs> uh, neither Wade nor James referred to one another directly, with both suggesting the entire team needed to get reacquainted coming off last season's championship run. Reacquainted. Mm. Couples therapy. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, thing, this is this is basketball. They don't actually have to start trying until like what, fifty, sixty games into the season? They basically say that here that their condition level wasn't where they wanted it. They need to get their legs into shape. Wade has been trying to manage sore knees and James has been gradually building up his minutes after an off season of extensive travel. Oh. <laughs> following his marriage. <laughs> it sounds like they're overburdened uh with excuses. That's right. Uh, here's here's what LeBron God, says. Gotta love the fact they play for a sport that allows them to do this. <laughs> It's just getting back into it, not taking what we have for granted. We've been together so long, you start to think we can go out and make it happen instead of talking through it. We lacked the last few games. We lacked that the last few games. We got a handle on it today, and we know what the issue is. LeBron is clearly using an analogy of old people having sex yes. <laughs> with each other versus masturbation. I don't think he could have been any clearer. No, I agree, and it w made me think of really dirty things. Like what, Phil? I don't know, masturbation. But. <laughs> That's pretty good, Phil. Shut up, Joe. It's good stuff. Hey, so joining us today, uh, I believe you are the special teams coach for the Miami Dolphins. Yep, special teams coach for the Miami Dolphins. Yep, Bradley yep. Dark Matter. That's my name, Bradley Dark Matter. Uh, Bradley, can I call you Brad? Not Bradley Dark Matter. That's <laughs> yeah. my name. It's an interesting it's name. What's the country of origin? American. I was born in America, raised in America, die in America. Yeah, but your your ancestors were from America as well. Parents from America, grandparents <laughs> from America. Uh, dark matter, it is. Never knew my great grandparents. So, so maybe you can tell us a little bit. You're you're with the Dolphins. This is a horrible situation. You would have had a front row seat. It is a seat. horrible situation. I did have a front row seat. I had a front row seat to see some awfulness. Yeah, that's what I saw. Because I, Richie Incognito, his actions were deplorable. Well, yeah, I think it we was can deplorable. Bullying yeah. has no place in the National Football League. A lot of people America. are completely in it's agreement true. with you. Absolutely. NFL is, is 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 appears to be taking care of it now that it's it's come to light. He was yeah. called racial slurs. Yep. Called homophobic names. <laughs> yep. And that's unacceptable. <laughs> Repeated name calling and cyberbullying like this can have long lasting psychological scars and we just hope martin is okay yeah I yeah he is too he is he had to leave the team with uh for emotional issues i hope he I hope he's coping okay yeah, so what, what do you have to say though about i mean some people are suggesting that maybe the traditional hazing of rookies by nfl teams is what's at fault here no no it might be but look 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 look, look at here uh, rookies are dealing with the transition from college to the pro game which is faster paced has plenty of distractions all right rookies need to be welcomed to their teams and guided and the best okay. way to do that, of course, is through hazing. Okay. Well, I don't, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. Hazing is exactly what led us to the. the no, 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 Joel Anderson. <laughs> hazing is not bullying. Bullying's bad. And hazing promotes camaraderie. Oh, all right. All right. Well, okay. Because what? You, uh, you, you have to eat an onion with your frat fraternity brothers when you're a freshman in the fraternity. Okay. Well, you, then you, know, you, eating, you look back onion. at that time and you say, 
hey, remember that time we ate the onion together? We're comrades now, not the Russian kind, the American kind. Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. That's, that's, I mean, that's I, kind that's of a, playful that's fun. That's a perfectly harmless, you Yeah, know. eating an onion, probably really gassy that night. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> that could be, but hazing is not calling someone a hurtful name, all right? That's wrong. That's not hazing. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, hazing is more like, you know, giving a rookie some sort of shitty locker, right? Okay. Oh, giving him one of the worst yeah, lockers. Yeah, yeah that's he's sense. the new guy. You gotta gotta give the new guy. Yeah, some and then crap. of course right. because it's a shitty locker, you have to make him clean the shitty locker while wearing girls' underwear. Uh, okay. okay. No, yeah. no, but you do not say homophobic slurs. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I can you don't say the, the f a g g o t word. All right. Don't yep. spell that out. That's a homophobic slur. I would never slur. do that. We would yeah. never. I do saw that. you starting Jordan Bombville. We would, would not say that word. To sound that out. It's okay as long as you spell it. It's bad as soon as you say it. We can we can both spell. So. You know, or you could uh, take the rook. You could uh, have the uh, rook put the rook's cleats in a urinal, and then have people piss on them. Right? Uh, it's a little grosser, but it's that's a little mean. Yeah, I mean, promoting it's camaraderie. So everybody's piss is on the one pair of cleats. Everybody's friends. They can move on as a team after that. Right? Yeah. yeah okay. That's a little. That's a little meaner. But yeah. No, no. It's just hazing. It's not mean. It's hazing. All right. It's like when you fill. You take the uh, Rook's toothpaste tube, you fill it up with dog shit, all right? What? That sounds awful. And then you take his roll-on deodorant and you put, put, fill it with frozen dog shit. Wouldn't he notice uh, it was frozen? And then you pin him to... down and smear dog shit all over his face, all right? That last one. He's got dog was... shit in his mouth, dog shit in his armpits, dog shit all over his face, and you say, all right, now we're brothers. We're okay. brothers. We're brothers on the field. I can see how that'd be hard to forget, but I guess, I mean, if it's something that everybody goes through and then. It's something every, it's not bullying. All right. It's just, Hey, okay. it's it hazing, sounds right? pretty close to bullying. No, it's not. Point. We did not. It, it is not. It is not a homophobic thing. Well, no, it's I'm, not, I'm a not racial suggesting thing. it would be a homophobic thing. It ain't even thing, a xenophobe but... thing. All right. No, well, I would, I would hope we're not. fine with Xenu here too, but I guess it's, this, I guess this is something everyone goes through. And then, you know, in that way it's, it's, it's okay. Is that how we're justifying it? Is. It is. It's, it's just, every it rook has maybe... to go. In fact, one time, one time, one time the team had a number one overall drag pick. Okay. So this rook comes in and right away we start to haze him. Okay. Especially okay. if he's a highly touted. Exactly. Rookie. He's very talented. So we stripped him naked. No homophobic slurs. All right. Okay. I can't emphasize right. this. He was just a naked man amongst other clothed men. All okay. right. And uh, then we slapped him a bit and some guy punched him. I personally am more of a slapper than a puncher. Okay. okay. But that's so the, because the I care about participating. People, right? Yep. And we shoved this hairbrush handle straight up his ass. Whoa. And then we whoa. drove him high up into the Allegheny Mountains and shoved him in a car with, no, with nothing on. And then we dared him to try to get back. All right. So he had to walk back all naked with the hairbrush. And that was probably freezing. He must. He damn near froze to death. I'll tell you. We skidded right over the hairbrush, but I can see why because then we got to something way worse. That's not just hazing anymore. You left him in the middle of the mountains. We didn't leave him for dead. We did not leave him for dead. No, that's exactly what you did. No, no. And the hairbrush up the butt was not a sexual thing. All right. If we would have said this is representative of a phallus and then done it, yeah, that would have been homophobic. (laughs) It was not. Okay, it was just an object going up a butt. Kind of like that's poop still sexual assault. Still no, it's reverse poop. That's all it is. <laughs> is reverse. It's pooping in reverse. That is not that's, bullying. That is hazing. All I right? gotta I just. I think that, that is this absolutely could bullying. Have similar psychological scars absolutely. to what you no, look, his look, name look, Maybe it. maybe you guys will finally understand after I relate to you this little story. All right. There was this one time we got this rookie drunk. All right. So we take him to a tattoo parlor. We get his arms tatted up with gang symbols. All right. Uh, permanent. So yeah. We drove to Never a state penitentiary and we tossed him over the fence to the outdoor workout yard and then just watched these inmates beat the shit out of him. 
That's terrible. Wait, wait a second. Come to think of it, some of those inmates were using racial slurs while pounding them, and that was wrong, all right? I feel bad about that one. It was not the only thing that was wrong. No, it was. was, And what those people did to him in that prison yard was deplorable. But you threw him into the prison yard. No, but what they did to him when he was in there was deplorable. Well, right. They were beating the shit out That's of him. That's kind of like blaming my mom uh, for having me, for pushing her out of my vagina because someone bullied me in kindergarten, all right? It's not her fault. No, that, she pushed that me analogy, out into this world. No, I don't think anyone was making that thing. jump. I don't I'm think. not. I'm, I think the breakdown between hazing and bullying that you're insisting on here is starting to go completely. No, come on. Come on. Like there, there was this one time uh, where we had two rookies. All right. Two rookies, one team. We thought, you know what? Let's have a little non-bullying, totally fine hazing session. All right. Yeah. So we we threw them both into a giant pit blindfolded them, put spurs on their hands and knees, and then had them cockfight like little chickens. What? All right, yep, we had them sleep at each other, cut each other with little knives. It wasn't, but they, afterwards, they took their blindfolds off. They had a big old hug as they held each other up so they didn't pass out from blood loss. That is, oh my God. No, that is terrible. They're injured, they can't play this. No, that's not true because they're tough. All right, they're tough. You know why? Because Hazen made them tough, all right? And the whole time we could have said, you're an F-A-G-G-O-T little chicken. We did not say that. No. I feel like you we didn't. Keep I feel saying. like if you had said that to him and not done the pit fighting thing, it would have been way better. Oh, that's because you don't care about gay people, all no, right? No, I absolutely care about gay people. I have a cousin who knows someone who's gay. I think I wouldn't put that paint on nobody. Also, rather be called a. F-A-G-G-O-T? Hey, whoa, whoa, yes, then be no, forced to pit fight with someone while blindfolded. No, look, look. I think we can agree bullying and, and that high level is of hazing wrong. is wrong. Bullying is wrong. No, hazing's not wrong. He's not, look, no, the there's this one time, all right, wrong. where we took a rookie, right? He's In hindsight, he said this was a very funny one, all right? Okay. So all we right, took a right. rookie. If he, if he was okay with it ultimately. Yep, we locked him inside of a completely empty room that done looked like uh, Saw, like the room in Saw, okay. except he had his wife and he had his child in there. And we put a key inside of both of their active, still beaten hearts. And the only way he could get out and keep from starving to death is by digging the key out of one of their hearts with his bare hands. He chose the child. He must really love his wife. What? Yep. It was Hayden. He, in hindsight, he said it was funny. All right. No, he said he what? He said it was funny. He said you clearly damaged him. Awful. Afterwards, forced him to dig afterwards, a key out of his own child still beating heart. I was proud to call him brother after that. And we're uh-huh. not biological brothers, or else I would have been really upset about what happened to my nephew. <laughs> I, am, I am calling. We're the not brothers right now. What? Don't call, wait. Whoa! Don't call the police. Um, you you've broken all sorts. Of, all of this is very. Hey illegal. hey, hold on. You know what, Jordan Joel? What? You know, I'm kind of a rookie on this podcast. Yeah. Huh? Uh-huh. I'm kind of a rookie. Cut my face. Cut <laughs> rookie's face. Huh? No. Cut your face no, with your fingernails and make me bathe in not the blood. Not going to do that. Make not going to Come do on, that. make no. me bathe in the blood, not guys. Come that. on, we're going to be brothers. You know what your hazing is? What? We're going to call the police and have you arrested for the horrible things that you've done to your rookies. Stop being an F-A-G-G-O-T. Oh, you're right there. What? I spelled it. It ain't the word. You have to leave now. You have to leave now. It ain't the word. Da 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 da, da 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 da. But up, but up, but up, but up, boo boo. Have your pets made new? The price is right. Phil Ranta, come on down. What? Oh my God, I can't oh. believe it. I'm coming on down. Wow, this is unbelievable. That's Phil. right. The Sports 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 Podcast's own sports outsider, Phil Ranta, 
a contestant in The Price is Right I was. wins the showcase showdown. I won. I was in it to win it. You were victorious. I was. Like many uh, kids dream of becoming pro yep. athletes, did you dream of being on The Price is Right? Someday? Every time I was sick and uh, as, as a kid and I had to stay home and watch The Price is Right, I thought, I could win that show. Oh, and yeah. you know what? I did. Phil I fulfilled won. every fantasy that I wanted. Phil on won that show. a set of watches. Yep. Phil won a grill. Yes. Phil won a trip to Nashville and Texas, a barbecue tour, which yep. he just moments ago informed me that he's not going to take me on. Right. That's Instead, going to take a woman who he's going to try and have sex with. Yep. Which I, by saying it now, I'm going to play this podcast for him in the lead up to the. I'm going to screw you over. Sure. Uh, and finally, and then the big one, what a Harley Davidson. Uh, you missed a couple other things. What else? I did won a thousand dollars for oh, spending right. a dollar on the wheel, and I won four dollars and thirty-five cents for losing the pricing game, <laughs> which 1, was bullshit. Who yeah, prices a car like that? Thirty-five cents. That's yeah. true. Should I walk you through it from start to finish? Please, do. absolutely. From this is the, the ultimate weird sport, so I'm going to walk you through it. I want to know the strategy too, and what's going on through your mind. Seven a.m. Okay, <laughs> I wake up in the morning. I have a light breakfast. What did you have for breakfast, Phil? Cereal. Okay. Special K with red berries, almond milk. Regular milk gives me a little gas. Okay. All right, everybody listening at home, take note of the breakfast. I had tickets that day to The Price is Right. <laughs> they told me on oncameraaudiences.com that if we go with a group of 15, someone's guaranteed to get up on stage. Ooh. Really? That's all I went with as an office trip. With my fellow coworkers, did you threaten violence against your other coworkers if they tried to be the person? I that did was not picked? think I'd be the one that would get picked, but I was also I was one of the people I organized the trip. Yeah, so everyone called bullshit on me because they said, "Oh, you organized, of course." No, I was just the one that uh, got the tickets and then uh, organized the printing of shirts and then got everyone the tickets that morning and organized like that and was bribed me. Drew Carey and bribed Drew Carey with blowjobs. But okay, so you show up there, you show up there at like eight, right? Show doesn't record till like noon. It's four hours. And during those four hours, they have producers walking through the line, taking notes on you, making sure you'd be good on stage. Really? Making sure you got energy. Making sure you're a winner. So they, they saw you. They saw me. And, and how said, did they how did they did they pick did they mix your name up with somebody else then? The first thing I no. The first thing that I did was I But they saw you and they still right, picked you. I then. saw all the producers. I knew who they were because I saw people casually taking notes and walking around. Do they put all the names? Do they actually randomly draw names? No. Or do they no? Okay. They cast. Let me They're guess openly casting. Phil was doing bits. I did bits for four hours. <laughs> four bits with people in my group, bits with people in other groups. And in that you know what was bullshit? What was bullshit is in the line, they they starve you for four hours. And then they ch they say you can order a hamburger, $10. What? Yeah. So you have to pay $10 for hamburger. It's a racket. Can uh, you bring food in the line? So uh, in fairness, Phil, what you, you. what you won on the show was $994.35. Yeah, that's true. Cause that, but Cause I did get a hamburger. $10 hamburger. But here's, here's something they do in line, right? They show you an episode of the show. So what I did, this is my first piece of strategy that really paid off. Besides, of course, being doing bits in the line, so I knew I was going to get chosen. There was a guy who was next to me in the line. He's there for his 55th birthday. Loves prices Right. I watched the show with him, and he was getting everything right. He's getting every single really? price of game right. He knew the price of everything. I banked that information, and I'll get back to this guy later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
We go into the auditorium. What do they do? Play loud music for a half hour to make sure you have energy. Loud, <laughs> top forty really popular loud, music. It is loud techno music. Okay. All right. <laughs> you get your seat. We were right front and center, right? Yeah, I saw you guys there. So at the beginning, they say, uh, they say they're gonna say, "Come on down." They're gonna flip over these cards that say your name on it because it's gonna be so loud you're not gonna hear your name. So they said one person, come on down, right? And then they flipped the name. It was some name. And then they're like, burr, burr, come on down. They flipped the name, and then it was the name. And they went, burr, burr, come on down. And then they flipped the card. It said Phil Ranta on it. I was person number three to get called up. So, wow. so you didn't actually hear them because it's so loud. You just them. see your name come up. You just up. see your name. And I freaked out. I went, oh, God, oh, God. What's going through uh, your I, mind I at that point? I was pure panic. <laughs> <laughs> and what proceeds, I don't even have to describe what's going through my mind for the next hour because it's pure panic the whole time. I am a nervous talker, as you guys know, probably. Yep. And I was so nervous during that show, I was nervous talking only in snippets that sound like this. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh, this is cool. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you listen to the show, that's the the entire time, right? We should point out at this point that Phil is a veteran comedy performer. But I've performed shows in 1,200 seat theaters all the time. Many times. Sold and out. served his country in Iraq. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? Veteran this is the first time I've ever been scared. I have had ghosts try to attack me. This That's the first not, time I've ever been scared. You true. were not scared by the ghosts. Not scared. This they guy. also didn't exist. So. They call me up, right? You have to bid on a product, right? Right. Yes, that's the, that's the format of the yep, show. <laughs> and in order to go up and play a pricing game, you have to bid on a product, be the closest one uh, without going over. The very first time out, I bid a number. I'm third. The guy after me bids $1 over me. Mm -hmm. So you he stabbed him in the neck. He gets called up. He gets called up as he picked $1 over me. But he couldn't go up because me. you stabbed him in the neck. I should have. I did not. I was too nervous. But I learned a lesson from that. And that lesson that I learned is, Always bid a dollar over. That's just basic. If it's closest without going over. Yes. You just always bid a dollar over. Then One thing I did learn from that show is they edit a lot. Because the next one that, that went up was the watches. The one I ended up winning. I, uh, we actually all bid over the first time and they didn't air it. Wait, oh, really? Yeah, we all bid over and they didn't air it. And I bid over by bidding $1 over the highest price. The second time they went through the line, I bid $1 over the highest price again, and that's why I got it. Nice. And yeah. so this is this $1 is over the highest price is probably a pretty good basic strategy. Pretty good strategy, If you do strategy, nothing but right? that, you got a pretty good shot. That's yeah. what I was thinking. So I got called up for the pricing game. I hugged Drew Carey. I saw that. This is the oldest game on the price right, the pricing game. Yep. The, or the first the game. game. You have to fill in a, a, zero, a single digit zero through nine to fill in the price of a car, a series of cameras, or a piggy bank. This was my failing as a Price is Right contestant. Your only failing. My only yeah. failing. I thought in my nervous mind, oh, random numbers because it's random, right? Not so. The way to play that game is to pick nine first, then eight, then seven. So even though it's random, you're always taking the highest value numbers. Yeah, look oh. at Phil here. Though in fairness, I mean, like with the car, I want to say you picked a one at some point. There was a car in there. And it was clearly yeah. not going to be a twenty thousand yeah. dollar car. So you clearly knew that, that, like the the you know the I fifth still would have lost with won. that. I still would have lost with that. But that's how I was supposed to play it. Yeah. All right. So I lost that. I lost the car. I just got the money. So I got to speed through this though. Then I was at the wheel, right? Little bit of strategy. I was going second. I watched how hard the first person spun it. 
I took note of that. I knew that I had to make just over two revolutions to get to the one dollar. So I spun it harder than I saw her Holy do. Holy How shit. heavy is the wheel? That's Very heavy. Did Phil soft hand the wheel? I soft handed the wheel. I assumed you just got lucky. I did not. And I spun a dollar. And then the second time around, I knew I had to make two full revolutions. I totally messed that one up. I did like two and a half. But still, I got $1,000. When I got the $1,000, smacked the microphone right out of Drew Carey's hand when I was jumping around. <laughs> but that was unintentional. Unintentional. You yes. would never disrespect Mr. Carey Absolutely. Like that. Fast forward to Showcase Showdown. Right, all right. You win, the do- you win the dollar. Won the you, dollar. You're on the Showcase Showdown. On the Showcase Showdown. All right. So I, was the, I didn't win anything in the pricing game, so I had to go second. I got the Showcase Showdown passed to me. Right? It was a uh, grill. It was a, uh, a barbecue tour of the South. It was a Harley motorcycle, right? Here's the thing. I don't buy anything new. (laughs) I shop at thrift stores. I've never owned a new car. I've never even shopped for a motorcycle. Phil's a fairly cheap guy. Cheap dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had no clue what all this cost. (laughs) $50,000, $5,000, I don't know. I, I, there's no way I, I saw you doing this. And I was like, I have no so what'd idea. you do? What'd you so do? what did I do? Remember that guy in the line who was getting everything <gasps> right? I looked at him in the audience and I watched him make the number two and then make the number one. So you bet $21. And then I said, yeah. I know what you're saying. I gave him a little nod. He gave me a little nod. I For said real? $21,000 and he gave me double thumbs up. Oh shit. That is awesome. Yep. And I was only, he was only $1,600 off. I ended up winning. And then this is where valuable strategy comes in. When you win, what do you do? You run over to your products and celebrate, right? Right. What's the first thing you do? Hug you, the models. You hug the Barker's beauties. <laughs> you have a very small window to hug some of the most beautiful women on the planet. I went over like fucking Frankenstein. <laughs> they were, I was too big for them. They were scared. And I gave them a big old sweaty, gross, nervous hug. I had my hands all up around the Barker's beauties, and then I jumped up and down and celebrated with my friends. That's yeah, how the motorcycle. So we should say now, uh, I, again, Phil and I, for those who don't know, have a bet about who's going to live longer. Yep, I'd say Phil now owning a motorcycle definitely benefits me on that one. That's true. I'm still. I full, honestly I'm, don't think it's going to come down to that. I really, <laughs> I, I see. It's, I, it's, it's another factor you got to toss in If there. I'm the Vegas odds maker on this, I'm just throwing that piece of information out the window. I don't that think it would be. For totally. lifetime motorcyclists, isn't it like one in 12 getting a near fatal or fatal accident? Yeah. Sounds like someone's been doing research. Yeah, I have. <laughs> As your friend, fellow, I would really prefer that you sell Also, I think, I think in future uh, podcasts, we should talk about your sporting life on the road. That's true. Ooh, just yeah. ditching, this, ditching this Formica culture we have and Ooh. just growing a patchy beard and you know, just just setting out in the open road. Yeah, doing LSD and getting in fist I fights. think we should stop calling him the sports outsider and he should start going by the wild one. Yeah. I'm going to Vegas with a guy named Wizard. What? For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sports! Weird Sports. 
How are you going to top prices right, Phil? This week's weird sport, turtle racing. What? You did it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a short one because prices right went along. I actually I have a turtle racing story, but please continue. Okay, turtle racing is an event which participants typically typically place turtles in the center of a circle and watch them walk around until one of them crosses <laughs> out of the circle. They don't beeline. They just got to walk around. Yeah. Unless you train a turtle. This is the Plinko of racing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, initially popularized as an event geared towards children at county fairs and picnics in the central United States, it has grown in scope and popularity, and other variations of the event have been held. They played down at Brennan's at Lincoln Boulevard. We used, to, Del Rey. we used to do one at my elementary school. We really? had turtle racing, and then I think when I was in the fifth grade, they dropped it for, you know, I don't know, PC reasons. But that was a real downer because yeah. – What PC reasons? Because they, they didn't want to hurt the turtles? You shouldn't be racing turtles, I guess, but it was awesome. Uh, one of the teachers would wear this, like, turtle shell hat every year. Oh, <laughs> turtle power. Yeah, and one of our friend, people had turtles that they'd just go out and catch in the woods and then bring in. and Oh, know. like little box turtles? Little boxer turtles? I think so. Nice. Uh, turtle uh, History turtle racing initially became popular in the Bahamas in the early 20th century. This sounds like a drinking game. Right, they were like, yeah, brother, we put the turtle in the middle of the circle. That's Jamaica. Uh, or uh, what's Bahamas. the Bahamas? Is, is I haven't been to the Bahamas. What is Rih where's Rihanna from? Uh, uh, Trinidad and Tobago? Uh, no, no, she's she's Bajan. What is Bajan? Oh, I think it's Bahamas. Oh, then yeah. then then Bahamas. Oh, they do it's talk pretty good. Like Baja. Yeah. The earliest known turtle race uh, known to occur took place in Chicago in 1902, dubbed the strangest race ever run by the Chicago Daily Tribune. Uh, back when they were still run. reporting on things like <laughs> turtle races in Chicago. Instead of deadly fires, uh, seven turtles raced across a lawn while being ridden by small children. What? Wow. Children were on the turtles. And in fairness, the first turtle turtles. race probably happened with some of the first turtles, and it was like a T-Rex was chasing several turtles. It could be. It could be. Although spectators attempted to lure them towards the finish line with cabbages, they were not able to <laughs> coax the turtles to move in a straight line. A turtle race that took place in 1911 gained notoriety due to the participation of several celebrities including playwright george aid and massachusetts governor ebenezer sumner draper oh sumner draper he's got one of the top name. 25 massachusetts governors of all time really yeah who organized the race uh between two large turtles while passengers on a caribbean cruise that's the history then they were in Canada. They were also in England. Ironically, danger. What? Although it is usually a generally safe event, turtles can on occasion pose a danger to spectators. This well, is probably how? why they canceled it. I mean, they're so school. they're so slow. On one occasion, a turtle bit a woman who had given it a kiss to celebrate its victory in a race. Paramedics responded and injected the turtle with Valium after the turtle refused to let go of the woman's lip. <laughs> I was going to say, why are they treating the turtle and not the woman? But when you say bit, you meant bit and held on to. Yes. yes. The injection did not <laughs> the seriously turtle was injure really the turtle, upset. who soon returned to racing. Oh, nice. <laughs> yep. Glad it didn't affect his career. Yes. Some turtle racers have attempted to cause turtles to move more quickly by subjecting them to electric shocks. <laughs> oh, what? That, yep. That this poses a danger to spectators who may accidentally be electrocuted. That line is a little bit not, of a not to mention the crazed snapping turtles that are, are zapped. Yes, and the the mutant turtles that are created by the electric shock. <laughs> yes, it's true. Uh, this is uh, the reason why I mostly chose turtle races when I looked it up. 
is because there's a little picture right here on the Wikipedia article. Can you tell oh! me where that picture is from? It's Brennan's. Brennan's, one of my favorite bars to go to in Los Angeles. They got a big old drinking patio. Drinks are reasonably priced. They do turtle races, so I feel like this sport is really a part of me. Okay. And that brings an end to another weird sport. Ironically, one of the fastest weird sports we've ever had. Now time for the final segment, the whole segment. Okay, we're ready to do this. And that brings to a close another sports, sports, sports podcast. But before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast. You're a little top bar thingy. You can find us on Stitcher radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy pod net. That's youtube.com slash comedy pod net. While you're there, make sure to watch me play Tecmo Super Bowls, the 1991 Detroit Lions. You can find us on iTunes by going to iTunes and searching Sports the Number Three Space Podcast. That's Sports the Number Three, all one word, Space Podcast. Or find all of our back episodes at ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Hey guys, sure, Joel. Did did we? Uh, what about the whole segment? Oh, um, we're not gonna do it. Yeah, ran out. Wait, of time. oh, we, we ran of, out of time. Yeah, we no, kind of. Price is right. Courtney, along. Courtney Love is out there. Ooh, as are the other members of Hole. Oh, we got we got to get that uh, special teams coach back. He can take care of them real good. Okay, all right. Well, just next week. Promise me next week. Maybe. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.